You're listening to It Matters with Kelly Cords on AM 1240 and 95.3 FM WJON. Welcome back. 1116 now. It's time for Budgeting Basics. Kelly Showstrom joining us today. Hi, Kelly. Hello, Kelly. How are you doing today? Doing very well. I was so tickled that you're talking about a particular subject today as I've been trying to figure out what we should do uh, on our family plan as our phones head towards expiration, you know, where they're not going to be supported anymore, trying to figure out the next latest and greatest thing that we should do. Yeah, so we're talking about cell phones here, Kelly. And so not only do we want to figure out and make sure everybody has a rate that they're comfortable with, service that they're comfortable with, but just doing their due diligence and understanding their bill and what's on it and why they're paying for things. And so a little bit of everything that we're covering today, cell phones are a hot topic. They're always expensive. We always feel like we need a new one, Um, but it should be something that we add to the list of things that we regularly check on to make sure that we're, you know, comfortable with our plan, getting the best rate and happy with our service. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do we do? Where do we start? I get exhausted with this. I actually went uh, down downtown yesterday, told them about the plan that I have. The last time I switched, I saved like well over $120 by switching. There's a lot of money to be saved just by switching. There's also companies that offer um, discounts or special rates just for sticking around, which is a good one because there was always that kind of thought of, well, why are you giving people this great rate to switch to you? And I've been a loyal customer for all these years and what do I get? And so I think cell phone companies are starting to pick up on that and you're starting to see um, that they're matching prices or they're giving you the same discount that they're giving people that are switching over. Um, But first, here's five things. And this is from um, Frugal Friends and other podcasts that I love to listen to about money. But they're talked about just some um, five things when you're looking at your cell phone bill. or when you're thinking about switching and um, just to consider. And so the first one is just to take inventory of what you use. And I even tell my parents this all the time. I found out they had unlimited plans and I'm like, you guys don't use enough of your cell phones to have unlimited plans. You don't need that much data. So you get a cheaper plan and it actually still covers what you need. And so look at your existing bills, look at how much data you've used, um, how, what are your charge, what you've been charged for in excess, um, look how much what you currently pay for and just kind of get an idea of what you currently use, what you currently pay for. And that way, when you start shopping the market, you can see, is there any wiggle room? Can I get a cheaper plan? Can I get less data? Do I need unlimited? Um, Maybe the answer is yes, but maybe the answer is no. Hmm, That's a good point. I never do that. I've got, I think with all four of us and I know how they are into gaming and some of them watch movies on their phone. I'm like, oh, we've got to be over. We've got, we've, So I try to do the unlimited because I have so many people on my plan. Absolutely. And unlimited is the way to go for a lot of people. I know we're on unlimited, um, but you just never know. And so you want to make sure um, because maybe you are home all day using your phone like I am. And so I'm connected to the Wi-Fi. And so I actually don't use that much data, surprisingly. Um, But you just want to make sure just like anything else, when we get started with with our budgets and we're taking inventory of where our money currently goes, same with your cell phone plans. Where is your data? Where is your usage currently going with your cell phone? So after you know kind of what you use and what you need, then you want to start comparing plans. And so you're going to look at different providers and look at different plans, not just the unlimited, but different data plans. Um, And you want to see how much people are charging. Um, Is there any additional service fees? How much are you paying per line? Um, But then you can start get 
getting an estimate of all these different companies, all the different plans and start comparing apples to apples because just looking at the number isn't going to be a good comparison. Dig into the details of what they're offering you for that price. I'm going to have to do a spreadsheet, right? Are you going to tell me to put together a spreadsheet? Because that's what you usually do. It always works, right? It's a great way to look at everything. Kelly, you know, I love a good spreadsheet. I mean, it... It wouldn't be the worst idea. No. You can use a notebook. So when Kelly and I say spreadsheet, you can also use a notebook, but just have somewhere that you write down all the details because I don't keep them in my head. I don't expect anyone else to keep them in their head. You maybe are kidding yourself if you do think that you memorize all of this information, but just have an idea of like, how many minutes a month is this and how much is it costing per month and how much am I paying if I go over like all those little details and then have them written down somewhere that way when you could sit back and you've, you know, having your cup of coffee and you can look at all the different plans that you've researched on in the last week, you don't have to do this all in an hour. Um, then you can say, okay, this is what I found out. And this is um, kind of where I'm leaning and you can get a really, you can be really confident about the decision that you're making because you know, you did your homework. Right. Yep. I think it's a good idea. All right. And so the next thing, Kelly, is you got friends and family, share with them. And so I know you talked about your boys being on your plan, which obviously makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I, Derek and I were um, on a family plan with his brother for a while. Um, Anyone else that you're like, hey, are you a single person or do we have a really good relationship with this person? Um, Why not share? Because it's definitely cheaper to be on a family plan than it is to have five individual accounts. Um, But as always, make sure you're sharing with somebody that you trust. Um, Set very clear boundaries in the very beginning about who's going to pay the bill, when the other person is going to pay them back, how they're going to pay them back, um, and all that sort of stuff so that we don't ruin any friendships or family relationships um, just by saving a buck or two. And sometimes it's nice to add grandma or grandpa to the plan because they just need an emergency phone, right? Exactly. And so especially these people that you know they're not going to go over on their data, um, they're probably only $5 or $10 more to add them to your plan. Let's be nice and let's add grandma and grandpa. I really like that idea, Kelly. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. It's kind of like it could be a holiday gift. No, I don't need a phone. It's like, yes, you do need a phone. (laughs) We need to stay in touch with you. Make sure you're okay those people you need to, you need to track down. Right. And I know, um, when we signed up for our new plan, we got a free line with it and it's actually, we got a discount on our plan for having this extra line. And so now we have this extra line that we don't use, but it's always in the back of our mind of, does this become a line when our, when our child is old enough and need a new cell phone line? Like we already have a phone number for them, or is, is this going to be a work phone number so that we don't have to have people calling ourselves, our personal cell phones. So, um, there's always that too, where you might not use the line, but it might actually be cheaper to have that extra line. Or if you're somebody who like, you know, if you're somebody who's an iPhone user, a lot of people um, get those. I know it's probably not just iPhones or probably Androids too, but they use that line for their watches. So they don't have to carry your phone around, you know, for iPhones anyway, for those plans, you can get an Apple watch. And, but I always think it's ridiculous to have a watch on your wrist and a phone in your pocket. It's like, I don't want all that. So if I decide (laughs) that I want to have just the Apple watch, you can actually have your own plan and all your phone just has to be on then at the house or wherever it doesn't matter as long as it's on and powered you don't have to take it with you if you get the the additional line for your phone there you go and so make sure you're just doing your homework of what that additional line means and that you're not it's not going to be you know an extra fee in a year when the promo is up and all that kind of stuff so just do your homework um but keep an eye out on those bulk discounts because of course that always um can make sense exactly okay all right and so the next item kelly is 
consider refurbished or old cell phones. And so this one we want to be a little bit careful with. We don't want to buy a used phone online from somebody that we potentially don't know. And it's maybe a locked phone and we can't have access to it or it can get really tricky really fast. So be very careful with this recommendation. But you might have a phone at your house that is perfectly good for somebody in your family. And so like we said with the grandma example earlier, uh, maybe that old iPhone 10 isn't good enough for you, but maybe, you know, it works for grandma. And so you can reuse that versus having to buy another phone. And so it's just something to consider another note or another tip. If you have those old cell phones, consider selling them. You might only get 10, 20 bucks for them, but it's better than it just sitting in a drawer and um, taking up space in your house. So true. What do you, what do you think about the trade-ins? Do you think it's a good thing? I mean, when I was, when the phones first came out, you were probably too young, but when they first came out with all this stuff, if you would get a plan, they didn't charge you for your phone at all. So I grew up in the era of not having to pay for a phone at all for the first 15 years of having phones. And then all of a sudden you got to pay a thousand. I'm like, what? I don't want to pay for a phone. I've never had to pay for a phone. <laughs> I know, especially the old Nokia's with the snake game on it. And there was a green yeah. screen. Yeah, I um, it's very different nowadays. And especially what I still have a hard time grappling with is this, you need to have a, you can't pay off your phone, right? So you can get a phone at a discounted rate. It's $500, but the cell phone plan is only this discounted rate if you have a phone on loan with them. Okay. And so mm -hmm. that's another weird, confusing thing that replay this five times back if, if you're confused, but they won't let you pay off your cell phone early because they want you to be tied with them. They want you to continue to owe them money. And you know, yeah. it's fine. It just, it's, you're not paying interest on the phone, but it's just, you're not able to just pay it off. And that's one less thing you have to worry about. And so all of these cell phone companies, they know what they're doing. They make billions of dollars a year doing this, right? But you just have to do your due diligence and um, make sure that you're researching and you understand all the things that you're paying for or the penalties that you're um, potentially accruing. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, Kelly. And I know we just have a couple minutes left, but um, you want to make sure that you are understanding all those taxes and fees. Um, there's a lot of additional fees on these um, cell phone bills. And so they might say it's only $40 a month, but then there, you know, you have your, your federal fees coming in your state and regulatory fees and charges coming in. Um, ask ask each of these providers how much they charge in fees. They will definitely be able to give you an idea um, of what your final bill yeah. will be um, because that will sneak up on you and you want to be able to make sure that you can still afford it. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever considered this, but I switched to a prepay plan and I save, I mean, like I said, over $120 every month. I know exactly what I'm going to pay each and every month, and it has never changed. And I've been so thrilled because it's thousands of dollars I've saved over the past three years. Yeah, and those are perfectly great plans because they're also using the same networks that these other big names mm -hmm. are using. And so if you don't need the brand name of T-Mobile, Sprint, Verizon, whatever, um, a lot of those pre-planned prepaid plans um, are just as good as the other plans. And so on the wire cutter, they talked about um, the best for the most data is the T-Mobile Magenta plan. If you're wanting coverage, it's actually AT&T nowadays that's providing the best coverage. Um, mm. If you need multiple lines, Consumer Cellular, Google Fi is a good one. And if you just want the cheapest plan, that's Mint Mobile. And I believe that is the pay-as-you-go, um, the Mint Mobile plan, um, but something to definitely look into. Yeah, that one has been suggested to me earlier today. T-Mobile was suggested to me a little while ago. And all the customers, they're like, hey, I get great coverage wherever I'm at, except at home. Like they'll say, except at home, I don't get great coverage, but everywhere else I do. So 
Sometimes, Kelly, when I don't have great coverage at home, I'm like, I think this is just the world telling me that no one needs to get a hold of me, that this isn't, yeah. that I can just sit in my house and relax and not worry about my phone going off all the time. Do you think it's still wise to have a landline? I mean, just in case of emergencies, like in that case, if you don't have any cell service at home, you never think anything's going to go wrong. But gosh, what if? I know. Um, I like the idea of landlines for people with kids so that they don't have to worry about cell phones. Um, I've also seen... Um, people using a cell phone as a landline, which I know doesn't make sense if you don't have reception at your house. But so even if you have kids and you worry about what they're going to be doing on a cell phone, they know that this cell phone is a landline and they don't know what that is. So it's it's makes sense to them possibly um, where it just always sits on the counter. It's in the kitchen. It's in a public space. Everyone has access to it. So you don't want to do anything potentially bad on it because everyone can see it. Um, yeah. and, and, and so a landline is intriguing for that area, that idea too, that you would always have reception. Um, and it's in a central location, but I'm all for just the cheapest thing. So don't get a landline if it's going to cost you extra money when everyone has a cell phone in the house. Um, but if it works for you, it works for you. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, Kelly, thank you for the tips. We do appreciate it today. It's Kelly Showstrom for budgeting basics. And you can learn more at Kelly Showstrom.com S J O S T R O M Kelly K-E-L-L-Y, kellyshowstrom.com. She's got great tips, a lot of free advice on her website for you. She's a Minnesota girl that, hey, learned how to pay off a lot of debt really quickly, and she can teach you how to do the same thing. 